Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. Bob, Bob Shorey. He's uh, been with us for many years here, helping me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. He's one of the MCSEs here at Tab. And uh, feel free to get online. It's a lovely Saturday morning, so I'm sure you've got a lot of things going on. But uh, we have three lines open for you, no matter where you are in the country, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And, of course, we, we're talking a little bit about telemedicine. I gave you my story as far as, you know, timing on telemedicine and the whole function of it and trying to actually get it coordinated seems to be more trouble than it's worth when you're just setting up an appointment. Uh, at this point, like Bob was saying, they're going to be like the cable company with a four-hour window um, for your appointment. But uh, how's that gone for you during the era of COVID uh, when the doctors are not that interested in seeing you if it's just routine? I mean, a phone call would have been fine, but they want to see you on the phone in the telemedicine approach. But uh, yeah, let me know how you're doing. If you want to post something over there at, uh, on our Facebook page, over at WTIC's Facebook page where we are live, or if you want to just send us uh Note in the email, that's fine too. Let's go to your calls though. David in Berlin's on the line. Feel free to get online. Three lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. What's going on, David? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, hopefully this should be an easy one, but I'm Uh-oh. having a hard time with it. All right. So I have a laptop that I'm using, and I was provided a, an additional external monitor to hook to the laptop to make it easier to work. Yeah. So I have a, on the monitor, it has a display port connection. On the laptop, it has the HDMI. Yeah. So I have the cable that you know fits fits the connections. So I connect connected it up, turned on them, turned them both on, and I get no connection check display cable. Right. So then I went and I checked another. I used my desktop, and I tried to add that monitor to my desktop using the same cable. Right. HDMI got, to DisplayPort. Yeah. And it, well, actually, it was HDMI on the desktop to the display port on my the external monitor, and I still got the same thing, no connection check display cable. Okay. So then I went and got another cable, Yeah. and I got the same message again. All right. Well, you've, you've proven to me that monitor is not working. Um, okay. Was it working prior? It came new out of the box. 
Oh, it happens. Okay. Um, my guess is that your your DisplayPort uh, is not your, your your obviously it's not your ports on your devices. It's got to be your monitor itself, unless Bob, you think there's not something else that could be going well, on. Well, unless you have something else to try. I would say I would take the monitor back. Yeah, it's called DOA, dead on arrival. Really? It happens, okay. I know. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> I've been fiddling with it for hours saying, what am I doing wrong? And Yeah. Okay. We're going to assume that, you know, there's no other special funky settings, but there really shouldn't be. Even if though it's a DisplayPort interface, um, you should be able to adapt the cable to whatever your interface is, and it should work. Go ahead, Bob. Do you have a TV at home that has HDMI? Yeah. Try, see if that works. Right. He wants to have you plug the monitor into the HDMI output of the TV? Well, the TV. Well, the TV, you know, most of them have uh, HDMI. Mm -hmm. So if you can plug an HDMI into your laptop or your, your desktop and it works. Oh, you want to prove if the laptop is okay versus the monitor. Correct. You're not, okay, yeah. So right. he's, he, he's going to check the other side, but I. Okay. that's cool. I didn't think of that. All right. So plugging it into the TV will check the laptop and then... That'll Checking. that'll confirm, yeah. That'll confirm that it's actually the monitor. Right, HDMI to HDMI. You'll confirm the second monitor is working. But you've done your testing, so okay. So I think it's just DOA. It happens, believe it or not. Unfortunately, it's the stuff that isn't made the way it's used to. You know, it's a good percentage these days comes DOA. Okay. Well, they're not doing the quality control they used to. Yeah, the prices are so low. Um, what are you gonna do? How big is this monitor? The display port's kind of unique too. Twenty inch. A 20-inch DisplayPort monitor. It's a weird interface for a brand-new monitor. Unless it's a Dell. No, it's a Think Center. Oh, it's an IBM. So, they, again, they're, used, they're trying to use proprietary stuff here to make it less compatible with other things. Okay. Um, the monitor is a Think Center monitor? Yeah. Okay. I'd tell you to consider a different brand monitor then. If you're going to bring this one back as a DOA, which sounds like it is, find a monitor that already has the HDMI interface. You'll have better luck. You won't have, you won't have to use the adapters, um, and it'll be more compatible with a lot of other things. All right. I'll try that. All right, David. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Good luck. All right. Bye. Bye. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC. All right. We've got a ton of calls. Let's go to uh, Richard in West Hartford next. Hey, Richard. Hi. Yes. Hi. We just got a couple of new phones. And uh, I'm trying to get onto the internet yeah. and the Wi-Fi, and we have a Frontier modem, and they keep telling me that you got to put a, a, a password in. Yeah. So what is it? I mean, I got this fifteen thousand numbers on here. <laughs> what is your password? <laughs> you're asking me what your password is. I'm supposed to ask you what your password is. This is different. And you're not supposed to tell us. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know that, but I mean, I'm just saying. Is uh, is it the uh, wireless network key? That I have yes. to put in? Yes, sir. It's That's the wireless it? network password that's what they're asking you for. Yep. Oh, okay. And it's going to be right, on the bottom of the motor. No. It's okay. It's a fair question. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we put the wrong number in or something, but it didn't seem to work. But we'll try it again. Yep. No problem. And uh, you're going to have two different interfaces you're going to connect to. Uh, I assume you have a 2.4 gigahertz SSID and a 5 gigahertz SSID. Well, I have no idea what <laughs> what you were talking about, honest. All right, just put the password in and get connected, bud. Okay. I won't bother you with the differences. The only reason I bring it up is because I had a, a poor doctor that has an issue with his home. Yeah, I'm not that great on this computer anyways, or the phones. That's okay, yeah. I'm lucky you... I can just make a call. 
I'm that bad with them. That's okay. You'll get better as you keep working on them. Okay. All right, Richard. So that's it, the wireless network key. They want you to put the wireless network password in. Yeah, the the word key is odd, but yes, you could use that. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Richard. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, because I was a, I went to a client uh, who's had this beautiful farmhouse, and uh, you know, right where right where his modem was and his router was, I was getting 650 performance, 450, 300, crazy up and down performance. So he's got a problem with his service. But you just go into his kitchen and it's down to 30. And I think he only had his 5G radio running, from what I could tell. And so the further you get away with 5G. Five gigahertz. I shouldn't use the word 5G because that gets everybody confused. The five gigahertz band is really great for really close um, transmission at high speeds. But if you want to have good quality transmissions at uh, slightly lower speeds, uh, but still very doable and very good performance, 2.4 gigahertz is the one you want to use. Um, And make sure you set up your SSIDs on your Wi-Fi device so you know which one is which. You know, when you you need to know which bands you're connecting to. These wireless routers, sometimes the 2.4 gigahertz radio stops broadcasting. Well, you may need to get to the other one so you can continue or reboot your router. Obviously, that's the thing we always do. But to know the difference and to know why when you're connected via 5G, you're getting really bad performance, you know, 30 or 40 feet away through your walls. Well, it's because you're on the wrong SSID for that type of technology. I know it's a pain in the butt, but you need to know these things. That's why I was going to ask Richard, but... Like he said, he wasn't really up on that. Let's go to uh, Berlin and Joe. What's going on, Joe? Good morning. Good morning. I, I just want to tell you that uh, my doctors at UConn on the telemedicine, they make, uh, apparently they make appointments for in the morning, and, and when they tell you they're going to call you at 8.15, they call you at 8.15. And, well, that's uh, tremendous. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm glad. At least they, they seem to be scheduling the, the, the appointments properly. But on the other hand, I do have to tell you that uh, uh, I was speaking with somebody who is, you know, who does work on telemedicine, and she said the one issue that, that, that she has is that sometimes they'll get a, an elderly patient who probably is lonely, has no one to talk to, and their, their 15-minute, you know, scheduled time uh, they can't do it because these people just want to talk and talk and talk, and and, and you know she's afraid to hang up on them, right? Because yeah. of, uh, you know it's it's her job to take care of these people. So well, it's it's the same thing in person. I mean, you can't really even ask about yeah. each other's kids in an in person visit with your doctor. They don't have enough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, uh, what are you going to do? But anyhow, um, yeah. I, I have Office three sixty five. I want to get rid of it. I, yeah. I see that they, they they want to uh, you know charge me again, and I just I, I cannot uh, Outlook in Office three sixty five is is awful. If, if I want to add somebody to my uh, uh, you know my contact list, it, 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 now it's giving me an error. So I don't even know what the error is anymore. I just yeah. I, I just gave up on it. Sure. Well, I want to know is how do I retrieve my stuff off the cloud? Right. So you need to download your PST. Um, we can ah, put some okay. links as to how to download your PST off of, three, uh, off of the cloud because you okay. need a local copy. Are you going to go purchase then the yes. Office 2019 suite? Yeah, one of them, yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Just download your PST, 
um, from the cloud. We can put a link, though, as to how to do that. Microsoft is not that interested in this process, so it's yep. a little harder process <laughs> to get it off the cloud than to put it to the cloud. Uh, put it, putting it to the cloud also is a big pain, I'll tell you. Um, but, uh, yeah, you got to download your PST, download your contacts into your local PST. And uh, the only issue you're going to have, though, is your email address. So right now your email address is with Microsoft. Uh, no, I don't. I don't use that. I still, I still have my my uh, my Comcast and my business address. Oh, okay. Uh, I have oh, it all set up for that. So, so you uh, win. Yeah, You're no. going to be able to do all that much more easily then, um, because obviously Microsoft oh, okay. just wants to hold you by having you at you know at a domain that you've configured or at their nope. uh, domain. So. Ne- never, never did that. Never did Good. That, so. Yeah, it should be easier for you. We'll find a link though to how to how to bring your PST off the uh, three sixty five. So you can find it step by step. Uh, but again, I would, they're I would make appreciate it, that. Yeah, they're not going to make it as easy as it should be. But we've got a way here for you. And yep, Bob's already found it. Okay. Good. <laughs> All, All right. right thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. All right, so we're going to step out for a quick break. Ed and Mark, hang on. Two lines open for you guys, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. You were nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to get right to your calls. A couple lines open, though. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Let's go to Ed in Tallinn next. What's going on, Ed? Hi. This is Ed from Tallinn. Hey, Ed. And I have a question. I have a Windows 10 desktop. Mm-hmm. And a while ago, I sent it out to have some work done on it. And... The person that worked on it installed two updates to Windows 10. All right. Now, when I get it back, when it boots up, it, it used to, uh, I think it's a login screen. The background used to be like a scene, and uh, it, it changed every so often to different scenes. Yeah. But now when it comes up, the scenes are a blur. That's and normal. It was either not, not sharp yeah, it's normal. That's that blur normal. isn't normal. We people thought that was a problem with their monitors, and we didn't even realize it either until so we saw seeing more and more of these updates. It's a normal function of Windows 10 that blur, right, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why they did that, I have no idea. Okay. Well, you know, I had a beautiful scene. I used to look forward to seeing a different one, you know, every so often. And right. You know, you might catch a, a glimpse of it when it. First goes to that screen, and then it goes to the blur. And exactly. Says, yeah, you get a fresh, you get that fresh new picture, and then it goes to the blur when you hit enter to actually log in your screen. If you want to not see the blur, don't log in. So Microsoft is telling you, if you want to have a nice picture, don't log into your computer. <laughs> don't use the machine. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right. So that's normal. I mean, it works fine. Yes, it's normal. Good. But uh, why they did that, I have no idea. We can't figure it out either. No. We, we can't figure out Microsoft. Come on. Well, come on. They're smarter than us. They yeah. knew that's what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy for you to see a nice clear well, picture behind yeah. your login. 
<laughs> when you go up into the cloud, how clear is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, why even have it, you know? Yep. But uh, anyway, all right, so it's normal, and uh, that's the way it's going to be until maybe another update. Who knows? Exactly. Some Enough people are going to say, I didn't like that, and they'll change it. Who knows? Okay. Well, I, I love your show. I look forward to hearing it Saturday morning, and keep up the good work. Well, thank you for being a part of it. Yep, thank you. All right, bye, Ed. Have a good day. You too. Let's move on to uh, Mark in Bristol. What's going on, Mark? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing today? Okay, how are you? Great, thank you. Hey, uh, a couple of months ago, I called you guys about uh, two Samsung Blu-ray uh, players that yep. were bricked brick by an update. Yep, and um, it's a problem. It's a real thing. Yeah, I, I, I realized that, and I just went out and spent almost $300 on two new Sony machines. Yep. Um, I tried to call uh, Samsung, but now they're not even taking my call. They did take my email, and they said they would call me with any input or any uh, fixes that they have. But, of course, you know, that was just to get me off the phone. Yep. Um, but in any event, I was just curious, Eric, given the business that you have, let's just say you sold 5,000 of these units to your customers and they all failed, which they, they have. Um, what would happen? Would you take that hit or could you somehow get in touch with Samsung and say, hey, uh, I'm a, you know, a, a, a supply your product to my people and, uh, hey, what's the deal here? Yeah, so it all comes down to warranty, really. Um, I, I don't know how the, how this works when it when it comes to individual hardware, but we stand behind our servers and workstations for three solid years. So if there's a problem with the hardware, a tab, computer, or file server for our business clients, we're not only going to replace the physical motherboard or controller or CPU or whatever is necessary. On top of just doing that, we'll actually reload the operating system, reload all the client software, re regen the server all under warranty. Not a single one of our competitors will do that, period. They'll charge for everything, all the labor to put it back together, but they'll blame the hardware failure on the manufacturer. And, of course, if it's under warranty with the manufacturer, the manufacturer will give them a piece of hardware, and that's it. So what I'm saying is we do stand behind our equipment much more than most of our or any of our competitors, period. As far as if, if we were selling a product that did that, that happened to do what, what Samsung did, yeah, we would go to them and say, hey, we're a partner. You know, Like with Intel, we're a gold partner. So we have to sell many thousands of CPUs to be a gold partner. And if they put out a bad chip, we would ask, hey, how are you going to make us whole? How are you going to make our customers whole uh, with your problem? And if they're a reputable company, they should send out uh, replacement technology. And a company like Intel, I would I would think, would. In your case with the Samsung, they have a warranty limit, right? They're going to say your your hardware is warranted for X number of months, maybe a year. And I suspect this update is after that year period, correct? Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, so unfortunately, the EULA, the electronic license agreement that you click on when you want your firmware update, says you hold them harmless. I bet you dollars to donuts, that's what it says. And they're going to say, you take your own risk in doing this. Even though we broke it, <laughs> they're going to say it's on you. Now, that's on them as far as a brand goes. And what are you going to do about it, right? I mean, we would try to make our customers whole because we, we have a relationship with our customers that go back 10, 20 years. So I know we would try to make our customers whole. But Samsung doesn't care about you as an individual, obviously. That makes sense. It sounds like you're going to a commercial. I have one more quick question. Can I hold for... You may hold, sir. Yep. 
Okay. Thank you. All right. We'll keep talking with Mark, and we've got Neil at Berlin. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you guys, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're going to step out for a quick break for news. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk on this gorgeous Saturday morning. I want to thank all you guys for joining us. And uh, Mark in Bristol wanted to continue with a question. What's going on, Mark? You there, Mark? Yeah, Eric. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, and kind of a business-related question. Uh, uh, as you may or may not remember, I volunteer for the local community center, and I help the seniors with their tech issues. Yeah. Um, a while back, a woman came in, and she had been to our local computer repair store, and she picked up a used slash refurbished, however you want to phrase it, uh, laptop. It was an 8-inch Acer with an Atom processor. I don't know if you guys remember those. No, but that's, I remember them. that's tiny little thing. Yeah, exactly. It was probably at least 5 to 8 years old. Yeah. And it had loaded on it Windows 10, and it had 1 gig of RAM. Wow, that was a travesty. She brought the thing in, and it literally took 30 seconds after each time you pressed the key to get any response at all. Right. So I was furious, and I uh, went down to the uh, computer repair place, wherever you want to call it, asked to speak with the owner, and I guess he knew immediately why I was there, and he gave me a refund immediately, and I gave it to the to the person. Uh, it turns out that the things like this have been happening uh, regularly with this small computer place. I certainly won't give out their names uh, right. slander them. Right. But, uh, for example, I and I recommended someone to bring it there. They said, do you know any place? And I said, well, the only place to go is this XYZ computer repair. And yeah. the man brought an older uh, uh, tower down because it was just so full of viruses. I didn't have the time, you know, or he didn't have the time in his appointment for me right. to take care of it. So I mentioned you have to have the... Uh, OS install, reinstalled. So what they did, they just wiped everything out, all his data, everything, and he came back with it working, but nothing. Everything was gone. Wow. So long story short, this place, what they did was they used to be a great computer, a great place to go for your computer issues, but they got rid of their good guys. Maybe they were paying them too much, and they got interns to come in. Yikes. And I dealt with a lot of the interns because I had almost an argument with them and just kind of explaining, you just can't do this to people. Right. And uh, so what I did was I went to the um, the director of the facility and I took them off the preferred vendor list uh, because I didn't want anybody else, you know, getting taken like that. Yeah. So, uh, long, long introduction to the question. <clears throat> Other than what I did and not giving them any of sending them any more business, is there do we have any recourse here in this area? Because they're just purely they're criminal now at this point. And they kind of prey on older people that don't have a clue, hoping they won't come back. So the only recourse, I mean, you could always submit a, a uh, complaint to the uh, consumer, uh, Department of Consumer Protection here in, in Connecticut. I mean, for what it's worth, I mean. And the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, the Better yeah. Business Bureau, as far as I'm concerned, though, is really not interested in consumer side of things. Right. Um, I would not say that that's really a valuable tool, but I would tell you that the Department of Consumer Protection, really, you should send a note and report the incidents you're talking about, so that could be, you know, you could warn people. Um, it is a problem when it comes to technology, because 
even now, even the younger folks out there, I mean, my own kids, believe it or not, don't like talking about technology, and they know they don't even have a clue as to how the Internet works. And you'd think I would do a better job. I worked on other issues with them. Getting them to understand technology was just impossible for me to get that through a committee. Um, so, so it's the younger generation. You know, Most folks don't understand how the technology works, so people can prey on them all the time, but that's not unique in, in the IT world because it's the same problem with, you know, the financial planning world. It can be the same plan issues with the you know accounting world. I mean, at least there's rules around that, but if uh, they're exploiting senior citizens, I think I would call the attorney general's office and mm-hmm. just make my complaint right there, go right to the top. Yeah, you could do that. Any kind of reporting, as long as you have some sort of backup of what you're, what you're alleging, um, you might get some sort of action. That's all I really know you can do. Um, and of course, spread the word amongst the folks you work with, um, and tell them to avoid that place. I mean, that's usually the best way to take care of a problem like that. Yeah, that's, that's some really good advice. And that's pretty much what I did. And given that I made the recommendation to a few people, I, I took as long as it took of my time to get the, the problem resolved. Yeah, but, uh, it's every time I see somebody walking into the store, I just almost want to stop the car and get out and just go, hey, hey, don't go in there because this is what's going to happen. Well, it's the same thing even in our industry. So we'll pick up new accounts. Like we picked up a rather large account that had uh, probably you know, 150 to 200 users, about 20 servers, and they had just paid another IT company to migrate them to a new platform. Well, the problem was... Just like in Poltergeist, they didn't take, they didn't get rid of the gravestones. They migrated, they put this new $250,000 platform, the hardware in, but they migrated all the old servers over as they were. So they did half the job. Great new hardware, 2003 servers. Of course, the client didn't know they did this. Client had no clue. I mean, they fired the company for all sorts of service reasons. And then when we come in and give them that kind of bad news, that's not good. And it happens in the IT world all the time because, of course, businesses who are in the, you know, they're, they're making widgets all day long don't understand the technology, that the underlying technology. So you're back to trusting whoever you're working with. And unfortunately, we find this with backup technology where other IT companies are just backing up the files, not the image of the server. So when you crash, you're down for a week as your files come down off the cloud and the guy's rebuilding your server from scratch because he doesn't have an image of the, of the server. Um, two, migrations that are just hardware migrations, leaving the software as is because the hardware migration is the easy part. Upgrading the software is where the rubber hits the road and separates the men from the boys. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing more difficult in you know dealing with an exchange migration where you have to go from exchange you know 2010 all the way to exchange 2019 well that requires a double migration and uh it's much easier to slap the old 2010 exchange server on there and say okay you're all set pay me now right and they don't even realize it so yeah. what you're dealing with it occurs even in our world and I've been here 30 plus years i mean the stuff i've seen out there is mind boggling you know it's it's crazy. So do keep doing your best to protect the folks you know and keep, you know, well, that's all you can do. I'm not sure our government's going to help you a whole lot considering Pura can't figure out how to keep our electric prices correct, you know. Yeah. I mean, and they've kept the internet issue the way we've got our pole neutrality hasn't occurred. I'm not sure you're going to go to anybody and get any benefit, you know, but you can try. 
I just wanted to augment your comment a bit about uh, your part of the industry, uh, the doctor's office that I take care of. You're, you're 110% correct. They still are haven't done a thing about their security or lack of HIPAA compliance. They're still running Windows 7, old machines. Uh, and um, right. you know, I certainly am not going to tell them what they need to do, and I'm not even going to attempt to straighten the mess out. But um, but they're taking our medical records and not protecting them. So, I mean, if they're not willing, I mean, they've got to know. They've got to know. It just <laughs> opens them up for time, a so, so, Go ahead. Bob said they just opens them up for a lawsuit. Oh, absolutely. And that's I hate to use that terminology when I speak to them, but it is what it is. And I don't want to see their whole careers go down the tubes, but it is what it is. So, well, what, what else are they not doing? If they're not even able to follow the basic rules of technology, just the basic rules, you shouldn't be running a 15-year-old operating system that's been discontinued. Whether you like it or not, I mean, Microsoft has got its own reasons for doing it. I mean, you, we can argue that. The point is, you're not HIPAA compliant if you're running Windows 7. You're not HIPAA compliant if your server is 2008. You're not HIPAA compliant if you're running server 2003. You're not HIPAA compliant. And again, I'm not the HIPAA compliant police. Um, it's your it's your job. But but if you knew your 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 cardiologist or your dentist or your financial planner wasn't protecting your data, what are they going to? How was their advice in the first place? <laughs> I mean, all I could do is laugh, just yeah. like with Microsoft when they. Uh, when they add a new feature to your equipment. Yeah. They have, they had plenty of features, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, sir. Thank you so much for your help, and uh, have a great day. You too, Mark. Thank you for calling. We're going to step out for a quick break and get back to more of your calls. Neil in Berlin and Brian and Tallinn, hang on. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. A couple lines open for you. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you follow us on Facebook and like Tab Computer Systems, these links may get into your news feed if Mark Zuckerberg deems them worthy. And if you follow us over at WTIC's Facebook page on Facebook Live, we apologize. Yes, we're geeks. We're not TV personalities. But we're there live for you, and you can post your comments and questions and discussions there as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk, and we are broadcasting from the hermetically sealed studios here in uh, East Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, Matt is back in the Farmington studios. Not sure if they're hermetically sealed or not. Uh, he's uh, posting the calls up on our screen here for us to know who's on the line. And we've got Neil in Berlin on the line next. What's going on, Neil? Uh, hi. Uh, really enjoy your show, I want to say. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm calling. Um, I'm an officer at the at the Marin Ski Club, Marin Ski and Snowboard Club. Nice. And um, our, um, you know, and I'm sure we experience what many clubs do. You know, we have a web page or a website, and uh, ours is, you know, and we really don't have a good, you know, webmaster, if you will, or a real IT guy to maintain it. Right. And, and uh, suddenly uh, our, uh, our uh, membership, our online membership links stop working. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's on what's called uh, WordPress. You guys are probably familiar with it. It's just really a word to me as a platform. Yep. And, and uh, our our um, our acting webmaster, uh, he he doesn't know what to do, and it's really right. not a good time for our membership, you know, to go down because uh, you know this is the time when people are looking at clubs and signing up. Yep. 
so I'm just wondering if you've heard of any problems with Word, WordPress <laughs> lately or possibly other platforms that might be easier to use. Our, uh, our, uh, our web guy said uh, he's familiar with one called Green Rope that, that he says seems to be, seems to be easier. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering about suggestions uh, yeah. from you guys. Yeah, so here's the biggest problem, right? Green rope I've never heard but I'm sh- heard of, but I'm sure it, you know, some, somebody out there has. WordPress is very common. It's one of the most hacked website um, platforms out there. Um, we'll put links up there if you don't believe me. Um, it, it's also very easy to use. However, the one thing that I am involved with, even with Tam's website, is I'm not a, I'm not a webmaster. So we hire third-party web developers to work with us because they know the tool better than I do. I don't have time to learn this this tool. And in your case, as you change membership, right, and you have your current guy and then that guy moves on to the next lady or what have you, they're all going to want to use their own platforms. And you're going to lose continuity. And you're going to lose ownership. You're going to lose the ability to back it up. You're going to lose control even. I've seen many examples where the next person comes in, registers you know, your ski um domain on you as this as if they owned it now they own you because it's actually registered in their name and you I've, I've, I've given this example many times where a local town had their IT guy do that to them and uh, the the town town sued him to get their domain back and the guy won I couldn't even figure that out then he sued the town and for vexatious lawsuits and he won that too the insurance paid so you got to be very careful when it comes to uh, ownership of your website. So I, I would recommend as a committee you guys choose a consultant, a third party that you're going to pay to support your website. Now, it may be more than you want to spend because everyone thinks Internet's free, webs are free, <laughs> websites are free, and your budget may not allow it. But if you want the best result, have a relationship with a third party so that you can always trust that it's going to be done professionally um, rather than worrying about each member changing and and doing whatever they're going to do, and and they're not your your membership's not going to secure it properly. They're not you know, whoever's doing this if they're only only doing it as a pastime is going to end up leaving it wide open, not backed up. Who knows what they're going to do? So, but but it is WordPress is very popular and it's not that complicated um, a, a process to use. So I would tell you to consider a consultant. So you can do a Google search. There's plenty of Connecticut based. WordPress uh, consultants out there. ImageWorks is one that comes to mind um, for me. And uh, just consider it. Otherwise, yes, you could try any any platform you wish, but you'll be stuck with it. And then the next person comes in and says, I don't know what green rope is. I want to use such and such. And then you're redoing it again. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it, it does. But, you know, and, and I'll tell you, this is a problem. I mean, there's there's 40 plus clubs in the Connecticut Ski Council, and we all have websites. You know, we all, I've been trying to talk with some of the other guys, some of the other clubs to see, you know, if they, you know, what they're doing, if they've uh, had had similar problems. Right. But, well, uh, what, what about you guys going together as a council and agreeing on one platform for all your clubs? That's a good idea, and I think that has been proposed in the past. Uh, yeah. Because... Because the ski council, which has a bigger budget, because they're you know forty plus clubs pay into that. I believe they use WordPress. Yep. And I have the email written right now to uh, to the administrator there. You know. Yeah. 
and I and I'm asking him the same questions I'm asking you. Yeah. Uh, but I like that idea. Is right. uh, is we all use the same one? Uh, you know, you don't have to maybe. You know, because some clubs you know might have something working real well and they don't want to change it. Sure. But but have the opportunity to do that would be good. Yeah. All right. That, that makes well, sense to me. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, Neil. Good luck. Hope we had some snow this year. Well, right now you can't even go into Vermont without quarantining for 14 days. Ah, uh, for crying out loud. So uh, that uh, puts the whole, uh, and, and that just happened last week. Uh, so so that puts the whole, I don't even know what the ski industry, I mean, I've been, and I know a lot. I'm the president of our club. I'm, you know, I might pulse on the, you know, on it and uh, my finger on the pulse. But, yeah. you know, the uh, you, you can't even get into Vermont right now from, from Connecticut. Well, that's going to be on them. It's going to harm their future. But, I mean, if you're skiing, the only time you're even hanging around with other folks is when you're in the lodge. Uh, when you're on a mountain, you don't want to touch a person. You want to stay away. Otherwise, it's going to be an injury. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly what the lodges are trying to do. They're, like, taking out all their chairs. You know, so yeah. people aren't hanging around. They'll have you changing into your ski equipment, in, you know, in, in parking lots at your car. And, you know, you Maybe they shuttle you up on, you know, flatbed open air. Uh, it should be so easy to solve, for crying out loud. I mean, it's not – this is ridiculous. I'm sorry to hear you're going through – my wife and I hung up our skis when our kids got old enough to pay for it themselves, and we, we just <laughs> – I can't afford falling down and breaking a collarbone. I'm just a chicken. Um, I spend most of the time breaking going down this down the hill anyways. So that's pretty tiring, as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hills yeah. are not the place to do somersaults. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, good luck to you. I mean, just like football here in Connecticut, skiing is another battleground. Um, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The football issue is a whole other uh, issue, and I guess that's coming back uh, as an issue. Yeah, you know, first they banned it, now they're considering it seven on seven or something like that. But yeah, what do we do without good. the government to protect us? Yeah, they're saving us, Neil. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right. That's uh, crazy. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. We've been on Facebook here live. If you ever want to go find a past show, you can go to WTIC's Facebook page. It's there if you want to watch us in living color. Uh, or, of course, you can use the radio.com app. Our podcasts are out there. If you missed a show, you can subscribe to the podcast and uh, listen to it at your leisure at any time and uh, of course live at radio.com and uh, so everything's there for you guys check it out have a great Saturday we really appreciate you guys joining us on this lovely Saturday morning see you next week We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.